When it comes to internet use, I'm a big advocate for setting boundaries and guidelines on what they do with their devices and how much time they spend online and what sort of activities they do online. It's really age dependent on how much time you spend or let them spend on the internet and what sort of activities they're allowed to do, what sort of apps they're allowed to do and things like that. And I say to parents, place boundaries and guidelines. Place boundaries and guidelines similar to what you would in the traditional playground. So the traditional playground being in the offline world. So for example, we're really good at saying, no, you can't go out at eight o'clock at night. You must be home by 7 p.m. And if you're not, this, this, and this is going to happen. These are gonna be the consequences. So the child comes home and all is good and well, hopefully. Apply those same boundaries and guidelines to the online world. So. If they are playing a video game, no, you must be off by seven o'clock, for example. Um, if you say to your daughter, you must be home by seven o'clock on the weekend, 7 p.m., not 7 a.m., hopefully. Do the same thing on the social media, for example. No, you can't talk to a 42-year-old man at four o'clock in the morning. So placing those same boundaries and guidelines like you normally would in the traditional playground and applying them to the cyber playground. Now. You've heard that before probably from me, from a previous video, but one question I get from parents is, okay, it's all good and well to place boundaries and guidelines on the internet use, but have you been into my house where my kids have had free reign for the last four years and tried to place restrictions on them now after you've had all this freedom? It is difficult. And you have to tread lightly, but there's a few tools that you can use. The first one is, before you go in and set boundaries on guidelines, like waving your hands in the air saying, no, you can't use this and get off that, no, you can't play Xbox. You need to understand their world first. You need to show them, or they need to see that you've at least made an effort to understand their world. So understanding their world's pretty simple. You play dumb. That's the best way of learning about their world. Play dumb and ask questions. Teens love to show off what they know, especially young kids, adolescents love to show off what they know. So I know a lot about devices and video games and social media and all sorts of platforms, but with my nieces and nephews, for example, I'll play dumb and I'll just say, what are you doing there? Or I'll pick up my iPad and say, oh, I think I've done something wrong. Can you come and show me how to do this? And they're like, ugh, you're so stupid. Move over, I'll show you how to do it. And they love that. They love being smarter than you. And it serves a purpose twofold. You build a relationship with them and you build trust with them. Trust that if something happened in the future, they know they can come to you because you are at least interested in their online world. And once you've done that for a couple of weeks, then you can say, look, let's just call your kid Tom. Look, Tom, I know in the past I've given you free reign on the internet use. And what I've come to realize is that I have a responsibility as a parent to protect you. And through all this learning, and I appreciate it so much what you've been teaching me, but through all this learning, I realize I haven't been that good a parent in protecting you. I know you're not going to want to do this, but I need to place some boundaries. I'm the parent and that's my, that's my role. That's my obligation. I need to protect you. How can we work together to put a few boundaries and guidelines on this internet use? And then start a conversation. 
Now, it might have sounded a little bit corny, but you kind of get the idea of where I'm going. Apologize for not placing boundaries and guidelines on them because you didn't know. But now you're open to knowing and you're willing to knowing and you'd love them to help teach you. And then when you are placing boundaries and guidelines, make it mutual. So sit down and say, okay, I've noticed that you've been playing Xbox for seven hours every day and you stay up till about three o'clock in the morning and I now understand how cool that game is. However, I have the obligation to make sure that you're not tired when you go to school, that you pass your grades, that you graduate to the next year level or whatever. What do you think is fair time? And they might say, kids aren't stupid. They know that seven hours is too much. And they might say, well, four hours? And you say, okay, four hours sounds reasonable, but if you need to get a certain amount of sleep, how are you going to fit in four hours of gameplay as well as do your homework, as well as do your chores around the house, as well as play your sport or whatever? And you go back and forwards and negotiate. Now, once you've placed some boundaries that are mutual, you need to come up with consequences as well. So if they break those that they've helped come up with, then they've got to have consequences that you also both come up with. So something that's fair. So if you say to them, okay, if you break this rule that we're now going to place, what do you think is a fair consequence? And it could create some laughing and some joking around, but eventually you'll get to a serious solution and say, okay, well, if you plug back in the Xbox after I've disconnected it each night at eight o'clock or nine o'clock or 10 o'clock or whatever, then I will confiscate the Xbox. Or, or something like that. You know your family better than anybody, so you can come up with those consequences yourselves. The key to setting boundaries and guidelines is don't get frustrated, don't get angry at them, because remember, you're the adult, they're still learning to cope with their hormones and, and their emotions and all this stuff that's going on in their lives, because they're teenagers. Think back when you were a teenager. At some stage, you probably lost it with your parents. I know I did, poor mum, sorry. And stick with that, it, it, you need to stick with it. When you're placing boundaries and guidelines, consistency is the key. If you let them off one time, you may as well have never set any consequences or boundaries or anything. Stick with it, be vigilant, and don't give up because they need you as a parent to look out for them. And the best way to do that is, I'll just go over it again, is learn their world. Ask them to show you. Once you've got a bit of trust from them about you, trust as in you understanding what their world is to a certain degree. You don't have to understand how to use everything. You don't even know how to use Minecraft, but at least show some interest. And then sit down with them and place some boundaries and guidelines. Now, I'm talking about probably more teenagers here. When you've got younger kids, this is the perfect time. If you've got younger kids and you haven't set boundaries and guidelines, start setting them. You don't have to discuss that with them if they're only four, five, six, or seven or eight. You're the parent. So place those boundaries now. It's gonna save you a lot of heartache when they're in high school.